0: Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, News Roundup Information, uh, Overload Hour, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, You want to be a part of the program. Uh, you know, one of the more amazing issues of hypocrisy as it relates to COVID is all of the people that, you know, attack me over me saying, I'm not a doctor, please take it seriously, all the things that we went through in the last half hour, and go see your doctor, doctors, take into account your unique medical history, etc. You know, it's amazing how you have this Met Gala, That's where Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the real Speaker of the House, wore wore her tax-the-rich dress to the gala. We still don't have an answer who paid for the $35,000 ticket to the event. We have new new information. I guess apparently the person that designed the dress is having a little bit of tax issues, separate and apart from everything. Maybe she's not taxed enough. Uh, Maybe she's a rich designer that didn't pay her fair share. Who knows? We could find out maybe over time. And then they'll listen to the one-size-fits-all, uh, I'm a commentator, but I play doctor on radio and TV people, Joy Reid over at MSDNC, Republicans love COVID because they wanted it pumping through their veins with an ivermectin chaser. I, I, I mean, what is wrong? Then you got Don Lemon over at Fake News CNN. It's time to start shaming Trump supporters and anti-vaxxers. Okay. I think if you ever watched your own shows, you probably would be embarrassed yourself. Anyway, uh, listen.
1: All right. Good evening, everyone. Begin the going to read out tonight with a message to Republicans. OK, we get it. COVID is the precious and you love it. You love COVID so much you want it to spread in the schools, at the office, in the Walmart, on the cruise ships and at the club. That great spongy ball with the red spikes, you want it pumping through your veins with an ivermectin chaser. Why do you love it so dang on much? Well, we have absolutely no bloody idea. But here's the thing, you weirdos. Everyone else, everyone else hates
2: COVID. And so I think we have to stop coddling people when it comes to this and the vaccine saying, "Oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly Yes, they are. The people who ate and abetted Trump are stupid because they believed his big lie. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind because they are keeping the majority of Americans behind. You didn't feel that way about the polio vaccine. You don't feel that way about measles, mumps, rubella when it comes to your children, and all of a sudden this vaccine is different. What's different about it? The only different thing about it is because of your politics today.
3: I think that ultimately, you know, we're at a very critical point I think there are some folks who are starting to really understand that this is a, a very critical conversation for us to be having right now. Other folks have a vested interest in not having that- But our point is to keep organizing and to keep it going. When Aurora and I were first kind of partnered, uh, we really started having a conversation about what it means to be working class women of color at the Met. And we said, you know, we can't just play along, but we need to break the fourth wall and challenge some of the institutions. And and, you know, while the Met is known for its, its spectacle, we should have a
4: conversation about it.
0: All right, so um, there's your media mob today. Now you know why I call it a mob. Mark Simone, the host of uh, The Morning Show here on our flagship in New York, uh, AM 710, WOR, Joe Concha, Fox News contributor, columnist for The Hill, who I think should have his own media show on Fox, but nobody's listening yet. But I'm hoping one day if I say it enough, people will listen. Uh, welcome back, both of you. You know, I don't watch these shows. I just don't. You know, my only reference point to any of these shows is what Mediaite puts up, and I don't know what that says about me, but I just have no interest in watching what's being said by other shows because I'm too busy doing my own shows. Um, Mark, I know you flipped the dial the rare night that you're not <laughs> emceeing an event in New York City, but in in all seriousness, you you watch this and laugh your ass off. You told me it's some of the greatest entertainment you've ever seen.
5: Yeah. Hey, you always say Joe should have his own show. What about me? Could you at least get me on the gardening channel or something?
0: (laughs) Great point. Actually, you would be great. I think you should have your own cable TV show. I I But let's put it this way. It's better than what we just heard.
5: Yeah, you know, uh, I I watched Chuck Todd. This was the biggest hoax I've ever seen on a Sunday. He said, here's the five counties with the highest increase in the virus, and there were these little counties in Arkansas and Georgia, and maybe they did have a big increase, but the numbers are still tiny. The real hesitancy, the two biggest groups, uh, people under 30, uh, minority communities, these tend to be the big cities where it's massive numbers of people, and that's where a guy like Don Lemon could help, you know, by uh, urging, well, I I, I take that, How's he going to help? He's got 300,000 viewers. Okay, he can't help, but maybe he can call some people in the, in, the, in the African-American community, younger people, and get them to push for that. That's where the real problem is, and nobody addresses it. And Joe Biden, by giving an exemption to Congress, they don't have to get the vaccine? Uh, it's just ridiculous. It sends the wrong message to everybody.
0: I mean, the hypocrisy, you know, is, is just on display. You know, let me ask you, Joe Concha. Joe, I have been very, very steady... And and saying, I'm not going to be your doctor. I don't know a thing about your medical condition, your medical history, your current condition. I don't know anything about any of this. I didn't go to any medical school. Why why am I, like, the only one saying you really should go to your doctor but take it really seriously? Because all three of us have seen the worst of this thing. And you say that, and then they'll crop out. Sean Hannity says, do your own research. As if I'm saying, I want you to go get COVID samples, put on a lab coat, and build your own virology lab like the one in Wuhan uh, in China and start, you know, sequencing the the genomes of COVID-19, which obviously I'm not saying. Joe? Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh.
5: Hey, you know why he's not there? He went and got his own show on Fox.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I think you're probably right Mark
5: Simone. You left in the middle of the call. <laughs> but, uh,
0: now I, I don't what do you tell your audience? Mark, I mean not, just out of curiosity
5: funny but well they hear all this stuff from the government that they know isn't right and how they're supposed to trust them like when they say ivermectin it's a it's a horse dewormer well go to webmd or the mayo clinic site where you look up your medications right right there it's, just, it's a commonly used drug for this and it's used all the time they did with the same thing with hydroxychloroquine it's a, it's a weird
0: now uh, by the way i think it's important to point out that even though it won the peace prize uh, the medical um uh, not, the, not the Peace Prize. The Nobel Prize. It, it won the Nobel Prize for Medicine in 2015. Now, Merck is saying that they have not seen any evidence that it works. So, I'm, I'm, again, I'm sticking with the science on this. Other people swear by it. But I'm not a doctor, and I'm not qualified to tell people. And that's my point. Uh, Joe Concha is back with us, who just disappears, as he always does. But welcome back. Thank you. And I was asking <laughs> you, you know, all these people that play doctor on TV – Um, why am I the only one that feels really uncomfortable with one-size-fits-all medicine?
4: Because the CDC is saying what you're saying, right? Medical experts, where they say, look, if you're on the fence about taking the vaccine, it's a conversation that you should have with your doctor. Maybe you have some pre-existing conditions uh, that should be, obviously, taken into consideration. Maybe you already have natural antibodies. My niece was over here over the weekend, and, and she got an antibody test, and it was through the roof. She had COVID at one point, so now she is reluctant to get the vaccine because she doesn't think she needs to because it's a means to an end. What protects you from COVID? It could be antibodies. It could be the vaccine. Maybe you get both, but the point is that you talk to your doctor about it. That's all you've been saying, and yet because you're highly rated on radio and television, then you're a lightning rod for for making uh, common sense here. But Mark makes a a very good point that this own that the Don Lemons and the Joy Reads have of the world, thinking that it's only, you know, dumb Southern Trump supporters who aren't getting the vaccine, only 43% of the African-American community has been vaccinated to this point. Compare that with the Asian community, where it's nearly 70%. So they may think that they're, hey, they're hitting Trump guys, but in this case, they're hitting uh, the, the very constituents, the core constituents of the Democratic Party and their voters by making this argument like, you're dumb and you should get this. And it's just so pious. I think that's what bothers people so much that we're being lectured to by the last, people in the world that should be lecturing anybody on anything in the don lemons and the joy reads
0: well nobody was told in the beginning that you'd need a booster shot nobody was told in the beginning there'd be breakthrough cases nobody was told in the beginning that if you got the jab and the double jab or whatever jab you got that in fact that you could still come down with covid it was either mask or vax the last time i i remember being lectured by joe biden when he was fairly coherent uh, a rare moment for him mark uh, simone
5: Yeah, you know, you look at Joe Biden and you say, this is not a guy I trust for medical advice. He doesn't look so great himself. there. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: But that Humpty Dumpty is the real, you know, real medical specimen himself, (laughs) you know?
5: Yeah. Uh, Listen, the vaccine, I got vaccinated. It really, it's made a difference for me. I can go to the Met Gala. I can go anywhere I want. uh, Wait a minute. Did you go to the Met Gala? Not in years. I used to go to it. it. It became awful. You know, you used to be able to get a ticket for a couple hundred bucks, and you get a nice crowd. Now it's 35000 for the cheapest ticket. No normal person is there anymore. It's absolutely By the
0: awkward. way, did we ever find out how, who paid for AOC's ticket?
5: Uh, Edgar Bronfman Jr., who's the uh, billionaire Seagram's guy,
0: the big company. Is Seagram's he allowed own. to donate that money to her or invite her as a guest? Is there any ethical issue with that?
5: Well, he is the boyfriend of the fashion designer who did that dress for her, so it became like a double date. They invited AOC and her boyfriend, but uh, at $70,000 worth of tickets they accepted, that's a gift. They, they say they're allowed to go to charity events. This is not really a charity event. It's, it's all for Anna Wintour. Okay, and,
0: uh, okay so both. now here's my next question. All right, at the Met Gala, and what did they have last night, the Emmys? I didn't see anybody with masks on. i mean these are the same people screaming about masks
5: no and by the way we're getting reports of five or six people who were at the met gala who've now come down with the virus so that may turn out to be a super spreader event
0: no the the super spreader of all super spreaders joe is down at the border
4: Absolutely, right after Obama Palooza and Martha's Vineyard. Uh, yes, absolutely, because what you're seeing here—people coming from countries where there's almost no vaccine—and then they're being allowed into the country. And it's not like they just sit there in Texas, as we know. They are siphoned off to communities throughout the country. And when Jen Psaki was asked about this, hey, is there a contradiction here in terms of your vaccine mandates and allowing those who are COVID-19 positive to go to other parts of the country uh, without being vaccinated? And then she said, no. There, there is no uh, hypocrisy, which obviously there is. I, I think overall, yeah, that, that thing at the at the Met, as far as the masks were concerned, when AOC says that even though I'm vaccinated, I'm still going to wear a mask, and then she doesn't wear a mask, and then she takes a limousine to and from the event, I'm pretty sure limos are bad for the environment, right? So she just <laughs> contradicts herself, guys,
0: at every waking moment. By the way, is she there she any the worse car, car than a, a limo? Party. It's like yeah. the worst car in the world. We've all been in them, and I hate them. I can't. I despise them. And people, for example, I'd come in and I'm doing a speech or something. They'd want to be nice, and uh, they'll say they're sending a limo. I'm like, no, please, just send, like, a car or an SUV or something.
5: Uh, when I make a speech, they just send a rickshaw. I guess
0: I <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute, but you give every speech in New York. Let's be honest. Yeah. U- UMC, a lot of a great events here. All right, quick break. Welcome will come back. More with Mark Simone and Joe Concha on the other side.
2: Unmasking the left the right accountable for their promises. America needs Hannity now more than ever. This is the Sean Hannity Show.
0: Alright, as we continue with Joe Concha and our friend Mark Simone, well, both are our friends. So where does this all end up? Does Do any of these people, let me ask this question. If down the line somebody says, uh, I listen to Dr. Joe, I listened to Dr. So-and-so on TV, and they were adamant that I needed to, to medically do this in a very specific direction, and there are consequences to that choice, is there any legal culpability, liability, potentially down the road, Mark?
5: Uh I, I, well, I don't know, you're, because it's your choice to listen to them, and most hosts are pretty careful to put the right disclaimers on uh, anything they broadcast, so hopefully they are. You know, the other thing is Regeneron is the single best treatment we have right now for this uh, virus, Regeneron, and Joe Biden is now withholding it from certain places. He's taking control of the supply. He's uh, holding up supply to Florida. That's a, that's an issue that nobody's focusing on, which some everybody should take a look at.
0: Yeah, we've been focusing on it here, and you're right. Now, all of a sudden, so Ron DeSantis was the first governor to announce that he was setting up, and this was in light of the breakthrough cases that were becoming very common with the Delta variant, Joe Concha. So he set up Regeneron centers. Now they're all over Florida. So people, if they get diagnosed, and I have two friends of mine in Tampa that came down with a breakthrough case, less than 24 hours after diagnosis, they got an infusion of Regeneron. And, you know, here we are four weeks later, they feel great. They said they felt great after 48 hours of getting the infusion.
4: I think DeSantis is the best governor in the, in the country right now. Uh, he just makes so much sense. He's unapologetic. He... Obviously, is a war veteran as well. Uh, it's just in the way he speaks to the media when when they try to do BS tip pieces on him, like 60 Minutes did a couple of months back, uh, when all he did was try to set up Publix as the main vaccination centers throughout the state because they're like Starbucks in New York, they're everywhere, and that's the best place to get it to seniors as quickly as possible. Uh, and and yet he is attacked by the media almost as much as the former president, because they know that if Donald Trump doesn't run, that there's a very very good chance that he'll be the nominee, and if he's going up against an 82 year old joe biden or kamala harris who's pulling a 35 percent approval uh, it's 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 going to be a blowout like we haven't seen since probably reagan carter 1980
0: All right. every time i have both of you guys on you make me laugh you crack me up uh, joe <laughs> concha and uh, mark simone thank you guys always always love having you on thank you for being with us thanks 800 941 Sean our number you want to be a part of the program quick break right back Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients. Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's why Preborn has stepped in, and they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies, and this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, Guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell saying the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby or go to their website preborn.com slash sean s-e-a-n preborn.com slash sean you will never regret helping this organization unlike planned parenthood they don't get a penny from the federal government they rely on your generosity once again pure talk my sponsor and my wireless company they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name?
2: assault on fake news Hannity's on right now
0: I right, 25 till the top of the hour toll free our numbers 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program uh all right let's get to your calls uh john is in florida john hi how are you you're a lot smarter than me i should be down there with you uh thanks for being with us how's it going sean thanks for having me on
3: so I, uh, I just came back from Del Rio. I was under that bridge, the International Bridge, going into Mexico on 9-11. We uh, did a volunteer uh, garbage cleanup down there, a group of veterans. And uh, I can tell you why no one's talking about COVID down there, because they're washing their kids in the Rio Grande, Sean. I mean, they're, they're breastfeeding babies that are sleeping in dirt under a bridge in 107-degree temperatures with no food. They're, uh, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. They're going to the bathroom all over the place. Uh, we picked up trash for an entire day from basically 8 a.m. to 3.15 p.m., thousands of pounds of garbage, bag after bag. I, I, I had enough at one point. I started talking to them in Spanish. Uh, a friend of mine, Eric, he uh, also speaks Spanish, and uh, we got them to start cleaning up the area. You know, I said, hey, if you guys are you're able-bodied men, you know, 30-year-old, 40-year-old men, lots of them, uh, all, almost all Haitian, probably 85% of the people underneath that bridge, when I was there— uh, last Saturday, we were we uh, Haitian, a lot of Cubans, a lot of Venezuelans. That's the majority of the makeup down there. We got them to start picking up garbage. Uh, I mean, it, it was just it was just a sight I've never seen. I was I retired from the army, I've served in Iraq, I was in Bosnia in the nineties. This is right up there in the top five for me of some of the worst conditions I've ever seen. You know, other human beings living in, and it's in the United States of America, right there, and and that's our country too. You know, I'm from. Palm City Florida and that's my country over there I don't just think where I live that's oh where I live this is everything it that's America too but you and know John
0: you're missing the whole point John oh this isn't a crisis there's no crisis oh, down at our southern border abandoning americans behind enemy lines that that's not a crisis of any kind uh Sean, you know I begging opec for, to, for more producing of oil that, that's not a crisis you know what you are john you're just you're not accepting of of the brilliance of of modern new green deal socialism you see you need to go back to school because your indoctrination clearly you went to school and you got a real education and you weren't indoctrinated into new green deal radicalism and socialism open borders, abandoning Americans, uh, begging countries that hate us for energy, the lifeblood of the world's economy. Uh, you know, all of the, these are things that every American should be taught in school ahead of time as really good policy principles.
3: We've had border problems in this country for I don't know how long. And the prob- the, the, they solved the problem by putting people under a bridge. That is the answer. After years and years and years of problems at the border, Let's just put people under a bridge. That's the answer that this administration has come up with. The same thing with Afghanistan, 20 years of war. And our answer, our plan to get out after having 20 years to plan it was people hanging off of of planes taking off from an airstrip. That's the plan that this administration has come up with for Afghanistan. And and apparently the plan at the border is, if that's what you want to call it, because that wasn't any border that I've ever seen, people sleeping, breastfeeding children. Sleeping in wildlife, we're talking about real coyotes, the ones with four legs walking around, all kinds of wildlife everywhere. They're just sleeping right out in the open, going to the bat, washing babies in a river in the United States of America. That's what we're doing. And they were talking about kids in cages. How about kids under bridges?
0: Kids you know, in cages stand- under you See, your problem is, I guess we share the same problem because I look at that as an unmitigated disaster. Uh, it is a humanitarian crisis it is a health crisis uh it represents you know it's also a national security crisis uh, it may surprise people but there might be a few really bad individuals that, Try and infiltrate these different groups with the hopes of gaining access to American cities, so they can plot and plan and scheme an attack on other innocent Americans. But in in the in the minds of the new Green Deal socialist left, we are racist and xenophobic. If you believe that, no, I actually believe that if you're going to come to our country, follow our laws, uh, do it legally. Uh, you've got to prove that you ha- are healthy to us in the middle of a pandemic that just makes sense you've got to show people we've got to do an extensive background to make sure you don't have extreme um associations so that keeps the american people safe and the next thing i'd like you to prove is that you have the means of taking care of yourself financially so you do not become a burden to the american people i don't know but i guess that sounds really bad to people i don't think it's that bad talking about defunding the police the valverde county sheriff's department we donated ten thousand dollars to their sheriff's Department.
3: Because they are so overrun down there that their deputies are, are armed with old bulletproof vests. They don't have the proper areas to train in. The parking lot to their jail is now they're building out another outside jail. The hospitals are completely overrun. The sheriff was saying, I don't, I don't know what to do down here. I'm a sheriff. I can't police my own city, my own county, because I'm busy apprehending people crossing the border. Hey, listen, the border patrol is essentially became a bus driver. That's all, what they are.
0: The I'm going to let you go here. But all of our resources are now concentrated on these very specific areas. And guess what that means? That leaves the rest of the border wide open for drug dealers and human traffickers, you know, people that 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 traffic young women into prostitution that means fentanyl being crosses crosses that's where fentanyl crosses our border heroin crosses our border and then makes it way to its way to american cities and kills 300 americans on average weekly the last time i checked the statistics you make too much sense john you're not you're not welcome in america anymore you're canceled goodbye get lost just kidding uh let's go to texas denise is standing by hey denise how are you glad you called
1: Hey, I'm good. Um, hey, on Friday you said something about you probably said a couple of times about Biden and administration having blood on their hands with the Afghanistan thing, which I totally agree with, and actually really is not surprising given their policies. The platform of the of Democrats are anti life anyway. My real frustration is with the Republicans and them not united to fight against this lawlessness that's happening through this administration
0: i I think republicans listen donald trump say what you will i know maybe many people maybe maybe didn't like donald trump's style donald trump gave the republican party a spine transplant he gave them guts he you know their knees were less wobbly and he would say what others wanted to say but never dare said and the, the the real the the beauty of donald trump's presidency was it was conservatism, limited government, lessen the bureaucratic red tape, lower taxes, constitutionalists on the bench. She gave us the list ahead of time, uh, secure borders, energy independence, uh, free trade, but fair trade and peace through strength. Let's just start with those basics. And that backbone gave the Republican Party. It took them out of the realm of just talking and speaking and words and no action and turned them into a party that was helping to improve the country. I don't really care. I'm not a Republican. I don't really care about the Republican Party. I want conservatives. And I'll tell you why. It's not because I'm a conservative. It's because conservatism works. Lower taxes work. Energy independence is good. Until you can give me another source of energy, we all need it. That's why you know we're all paying a buck fifty more a gallon. It's costing us a fortune to heat and cool our homes. Everything you buy now costs more thanks to Joe. Secure borders is in our best national security interest and financial interest. Uh, creating jobs here at home, free and fair trade is good. Peace through strength is good. I don't think the I don't think the communist Chinese or Russia or North Korea or the Iranian mullahs fear Joe Biden. I don't think they fear him at all. And it's a right
1: and. Sp- it- yeah. And, and so where are they? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Republicans have blood on their hands as much as this administration, because you're right. Trump gave them a backbone, but I don't think they're committed to that platform. It wasn't just the Trump agenda.
0: Some yeah, are and many are not. Platform. Many do not are, have the courage. Right,
1: some are. And that's why I would like to see a united. As, I mean, we have 200 in the House, 50 in the Senate. Can I not even see 100 of those people? on the steps of the Capitol every day, telling us what they're doing for us, telling us they support their platform, telling us they're working against lawlessness and have a plan and tell us what they're doing. How are we going to help their elections? Where are they? They need to work together to strengthen numbers, and that would give me a lot of encouragement, and it would give them encouragement. But I don't know know that they actually really want to be in the majority party ever.
0: I'm going to go back to what I know works for me. And that is, unfortunately, you almost have to spell it out for them. And the reason, and, and I was this, I happened to be the MC the night Newt Gingrich became Speaker of the House, and he ran on something called the Contract with America. And there were 10 promises in the first 100 days that they would vote on, and they passed most of them, uh, if they were given the opportunity to get control of the House. They won for the first time in 40 years. They were They were living out in the wilderness on the outside mm-hmm. as a minority party. I would like this modern Republican Party to come up with, I don't care, promises to America, contract with America, call it whatever the hell you want. I don't really care, but I'd like it based on liberty, freedom and our Constitution, have it based on low taxes, less bureaucracy, uh school choice, uh, safe neighborhoods, meaning law and order, uh, secure borders, energy independence, constitutionalists on the bench, free and fair trade and peace through strength let's start there if they come out and they all sign a pledge then i expect them to follow through because if my kids promise me that they're going to do something they better they better get their ass up there and do it or there are consequences so that's why i think writing it down is a good idea i'll give you the last word
1: i was gonna say do something extraordinary you know mitch mcconnell said when trump became president well he doesn't know how we do things around here and that is the problem I feel like they've gone back to the way they did things around there before four years of wonderful prosperity and safety and security. And they are allowing they are allowing terrorism in our country through this lawless administration. They've got to do something strong and extraordinary.
0: I'm telling you, I think conservatism is simple. I just laid out what the agenda is. You know, I've been doing this on radio 33 years. I can say it in under a minute. And if people would listen, if you do those simple things, then we will have the success that we had because Trump did them all. Now, maybe you didn't like his style, but he did it all. And that's what the country needs. And I hope I hope I hope they're listening to you. And I'm suggesting make put, you know, sign it in blood. Just kidding, of course. Sign put your name to paper. Use ink. Just sign a piece of paper that you will fight for these 10 things, 12 things, 7 things, whatever, and unite around doing them and accomplishing them if the American people give you power back. One of the things state governments have to do, they have to ensure election integrity and, and confidence in election results, and the only way to do that is through your state legislature. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN, if you want to be a part of the program, uh, let's say hi to Doug in Florida. Doug, how are you? Glad you called. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank so you. Just, I have two,
2: two quick points here. I'm not a doctor. I, my expertise in la- is in language and, more importantly, language of influence. So if we just take a step back and put our common sense hats on, and if coronavirus, if COVID is a virus, wouldn't it be more akin to the flu, which the flu shots are less than 50 percent, um, you know, uh, act, like helpful, like they, they are that less than 50 percent effective. Three weeks ago, my daughter came home. They were in Florida. You know, unfortunately, uh, in Palm Beach, they masked up. Our daughter had the mask on, came home with COVID. I'm not vaccinated. My wife is. We both got it. I got Regeneron. I, you know, little discomfort whatever um but my wife got it so then i think okay maybe it's not a breakthrough we need to watch our language it's not that it's a breakthrough it's a different experience a different variant well, different
0: but, uh, that's all true but breakthrough uh, my interpretation of it is you're fully vaccinated it didn't protect you from getting covid that's in that sense it is a breakthrough case now So far, and again, there's the Lambda variant, then the move variant, and then there'll be other variants, too. So far, people that are vaccinated can get a breakthrough case, but it is the incidence of hospitalization. The incidence of death for fully vaccinated people is much lower than unvaccinated people. But I don't know if that's going to change or not. I hope it doesn't. I am not going to tell people what to do or judge people that make decisions. I, maybe I'm one of the few people left that believes in medical privacy and doctor patient confidentiality. I don't know, because nobody else seems to want to talk about it.
2: Hannity Watch, keeping an eye on Chuck and Nancy and their minions. Sean Hannity. If you missed any of Sean's show today, catch up tonight on demand at 710WOR.com slash podcast. Mm-hmm.
0: Loaded up tonight, we'll have the latest on the border. It is so bad. Uh, Wait till you see the images we have exclusively obtained. Sarah Carter is down at the border. Senator Marco Rubio joins us tonight. The disaster that is the Biden presidency, Ari Fleischer, Joe Concha, Mike Rowe, Nancy Grace. And uh, my little message for all of those uh, fake news CNN doctors out there uh, that tried to take everything I've been saying out of context. I have a message for them tonight. You know, the epitome of health, like Humpty Dumpty. 9 Eastern tonight, Hannity on Fox. Please join us. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality.
4: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality. Podcast.